0: Dear baby girl, today I want to talk to you about what to do when you need to do something, but you just don't feel like it. You think it's too difficult. In simple and lame terms, you do it. I know, right? It's kind of like, uh, did you not hear me, Mama Bee? I said it's too difficult. Well, you do it. You fail. You do it again. You fail again. And you keep doing it until you're able to do it. When you first learned how to walk, you fell. You fell as a baby. When you first were learning how to talk, couldn't talk, you babbled. You kept on doing it. And now you can talk. When you first learned how to get dressed and put together a sense of style, I'm pretty sure there are pictures of you in preschool or even kindergarten where you chose your own outfits that are pretty questionable. There's probably, you know, um, I don't know, leopard prints, a jacket with a purple stripe top and a pink or orange tutu. You know, probably somewhere there. But did you decide to stop dressing yourself or stop trying to make decisions for yourself? No, you did it. When you first started learning how to do finances, I'm sure you sucked. We all sucked when we first started learning. We all sucked terribly at finances when, you know, we didn't have our parents to to fall back on anymore because it came to that time where we were just old enough and we sucked, but we got better because we just simply had to, right? And that's what you need to do. When you think you suck at something, that's when you do it more, so i'm i don't know if i told you i might have i've started doing this intermittent fasting right and for me i was cool while i was at work i could do it no problem i could go until 11 20 no problem i was busy i i I really felt the hunger pangs and when i did i just chugged some water and i got busy uh, with work and i was okay Home time. Oh my gosh, baby girl, <laughs> it was like I woke up starving, <laughs> and I think it's it's because I'm I'm at home with food, and besides uh, doing an online course at a university, which you know when when you're just sitting and you're working through something, you do kind of get you know munchies and you get hungry and and you like two steps away from the fridge and it is tough And so what I had to do was I adjusted my times by an hour you know um, it's still tough but it's getting easier, is it getting easier drastically? oh no, oh my gosh I wish it would, but it's just not and but I know that if if I had to cave in, right and if I had to have a coffee um at 9 a.m and my breakfast at 9 a.m instead of like the 6 to 10 if if i didn't have it at 10 a.m well guess what it would never get easier my body would never get used to it so i know as tough as it is now as difficult as it is now i know that if i keep pushing on if i keep moving on if i keep consistent eventually it will be easier admittedly i'm now not starving at eight in the morning i now only start to get pickish and hungry at about nine you know so it's better it is better it's taken an entire month for for me to start getting hungry a little bit later and it's still difficult. I'm not going to I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's tough. It's difficult. But I know, and this is what keeps me going, that if I stop, if I give in, I'm only going to make it far more difficult to myself because who's to say today I'm like, "Okay, well, you know what? It's only one day. I'll have I'll eat early. I won't I won't do my my 16-hour intermittent fast. Maybe I'll just do 13. Who's to say the next day I'm not going to feel the same? And once you give up once, it's a lot easier to give up. That's not to say if you have given up, you know, and you kind of, you caved a little bit, you get straight back onto that horse. Straight back onto that horse, baby girl. Do not give up, ever. And so, okay, so here's a little something about me. I didn't always live in canada i used to live in another country and i had my driver's license and i i would drive anyway i moved to canada about four four years ago and i i never got my drivers it was something that well you know whatever i used to walk to my first job i was able to catch the public transport quite easily to my second job and even all the freelance jobs I'm doing now, it's pretty accessible through the public transport here. However, I kind of feel that I'm limited without my, um, my driver's license and without a car. So I started doing lessons. You would swear that I had never driven before. I... I was nervous, I was scared, I actually told the instructor, um, you know, can we just pretend like I've never driven before, can we just start from the beginning, because I'm nervous, and you know what, today I had a lesson, I had a lesson with him, and I was so nervous and so scared, and I lost faith in myself, and I remember thinking, do I look like an idiot who cannot drive? There are 16, 17-year-olds who are driving. What is wrong with me? Why am I so anxious? Does the instructor think I'm an idiot? He probably thinks, oh well, this is free money because I'll probably never get my driver's. There's so much riding on on me getting a driver's. I can't, you know, real estate right now in Toronto is so expensive. So in order for me to be able to move out, all my freelance gigs are kind of Toronto-based. So I would need a car. So I I really feel like I'm I'm limiting myself. So I kind of added all this pressure onto myself. Anyway, as nervous as I was, and I I could not take a deep breath. I just today could not take a deep breath to calm myself down. And I'm sure you've had that happen to you too. Please tell me you've had that happen to you too. And it's not just me when you're just so nervous that deep breathing does absolutely nothing but irritate you so you know stomped out the house put my headphones on and I went uh well the apartment and I went to go wait and I thought you know what I've got about 10 minutes I'll wait I'll get some fresh air I'll listen to music maybe that'll calm me down anyway so I'm listening to some music on the way down um I get there and he's already there he was there early so I was like, okay, well, let's do it. I'm nervous, whatever. He's very friendly. That The fact that he's so friendly already puts me at ease. So I climb into the car, I adjust the seats, and off we go. It was a smooth takeoff, which, I mean, hello, <laughs> you know? Um, and I, it almost felt like, like I knew what I was doing. Which I did. Obviously, I did know what I was doing. But in the moment when, before I got into the car, I thought I was such an idiot who couldn't drive to then being in the car and going, huh, not bad. (laughs) It's just, it was just kind of like, then I thought, maybe it's just me. But, you know, after a couple of minutes, my instructor's like, oh, that's so good. Okay, do this uh, maneuver. Wow, that was good. So I'm like, wow. Okay, so it isn't just me. Maybe I have improved from the last time. And and the more, the more, um, wow, that was good, I heard from him, the more confident I became, the better I drove. And I felt more confident. I was driving better. Um, I wasn't driving terribly to begin with. I think it's just the fear and the stress of so much riding on me which uh, when I think about it, it is really imposed on on me anyway so at the end of it he, he went through everything we did he goes we did these turns we did uh, left turn right turn we did parallel park we did this park he goes you just need to practice the the parallel parking but you know what it's not bad it's good it's just a little practice and just hearing that made me feel Good, because I didn't believe in myself, but this instructor obviously did. I, I don't. I really don't think he would uh, let me get behind the wheel if he didn't. Um, and you know what? It, it felt really good. And another thing, I've the course that I was telling you that I was doing online at the university. I am the type of person that. When I'm studying something, and this hasn't always been the case, I think it's been since becoming an adult, I feel like if I'm going to take a course, if I'm going to learn something, I need to really know it. Otherwise, what's the point? You know what I mean? Um, and this uh, university course, you need a minimum of a B plus in order to pass. So, I'm not, so to be in my mind, already a B plus is kind of like bad, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't want a B plus. My aim is an A plus, like the top mark. So I am doing everything. There is journal entry where the lecturer can see it, but it's not for marks. So here I am, baby girl. I'm doing the the, this assignment I'm doing the group chats which are part of uh, your mark too I'm doing the group projects I'm even doing the journals thinking that might boost my mark even though I don't have to and I'm and the journals is more for just kind of self-reflection it doesn't even have to be online it could be just written but I'm doing online and and I'm just doing all this extra stuff and I was module one was fine because when you're just starting it's new energy module two was great i got the feedback from module two i got an a plus which i was happy about module three was four different assignments with four different people and i think i touched on this last week where it was it was very it was and even after breaking it down i tried to still do all the assignments and the journal entries which hello they count for nothing and and, and, and and all the other stuff that doesn't even count. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. So module four came around. And I thought, okay, journals are not for marks. Let me see what happens. Like I I read the stuff that's supposed to go in the journals, right? So the articles and watch the videos and, and everything. And if I needed to make journal entry like just like notes right for myself on what I would need to remember to do the assignments like let me see what happens if I don't do online journal entries will it affect my marks so I literally did to the best of my abilities by the way all the assignments all the group chats all the group assignments guess what the stuff that the lecturer said was not for marks Really, it was not for marks. I don't know why I thought she was a liar. That did not affect my marks at all. I still got an A plus for the second progress report. You know, now I'm working towards. Um, I'm on. I'm finishing off module five, and I'm going to be doing module six, and I'll get the progress report after that. And boy oh boy, does it feel good not to do all that extra stuff and put all this added pressure and stress on myself. And then I I kind of... Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. It's it's only now that I'm saying it out loud that it's dawning on me. Maybe I am putting extra pressure on my life in certain aspects without knowing it. Like, you know, the driving. Okay, I can just take my time. You know, I've got enough money for a down payment, sure. But my house is going to be out there. The house that God has for me, well... That's the house that God has for me. And in the right time, and in God's time, I'll get that house. What am I stressed about? You know? Do you do that too, baby girl? Is it just me? Please don't tell me it's just me. I don't want to be the only one here who adds all this extra pressure. I would feel so silly. I like the driving. Right? Like... Why? Okay, it, even if I sucked as badly as what I had imagined before getting into the car, right? That's what lessons are for. I'm learning. There are people who have never gotten into a car and it's their first lesson. It, I cannot become a worse driver. I can only become better or if, if nothing the same. And if it's staying the same, then my instructor will be able to tell me where I'm going wrong and what I need to work on. Right? So why am I stressing? Wow. Hm. So maybe that's what we need to do, baby girl. Yeah. That's what we need to do. Okay, so. When something is overwhelming. I can still believe what I, what I, I did uh, for module three. I still break down. And I break it down with each day. And you're not going to even believe this. There are times like t- tonight because I was able to to break down okay I need to do this on Monday this on Tuesday this, da, da, da. I'm ahead and tonight I'm going to be able to do tomorrow's stuff and I'm going to start on tomorrow's stuff because maybe that means tomorrow I can start on the next module and maybe I'll finish a date earlier and woohoo <laughs> you know why not it's go at your own pace there is due dates for the end of the module but I can do module first and then module 1 5.2 if I want it's whatever's. it's you know module 5 is due tomorrow at midnight so you know and what I have planned for tomorrow is so little that I could actually probably finish it tonight so I seriously highly recommend taking whatever you're overwhelmed with if you feel like you've got too much and breaking it up either day by day or hour by hour or even, like, I ha- if I need to do this before lunch, then book yourself off for lunch because you need to you need to refresh. And then I'm going to do that after lunch. Why not? Or if you're not like that at all, like, I know um, what I like to do with my house chores. Uh, well, what I need to do is I like to, I've got a whiteboard in my room. Is I like to, to write on there at the beginning, like a Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all the way to Friday. And then I write down on Monday. Monday, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to vacuum. I'm going to... It's usually when I fold laundry away. It's, you know, I need to do this. I need to do that. Tuesday, it's I need to do this. I need to do that. Which, oh, speaking of which, as soon as this course is done, I am booking myself. I can't go out to a spa. There's, you know, financially, I'm at a place where I really, really want a house. And the houses are so expensive. So... The higher of a down payment I have, the, um, the less monthly we'll have to pay, which is kind of that's kind of where you want to be. So I'm gonna have a spa day at home. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but it's gonna be like the perfect day. I'm gonna think about it and I'll actually we'll talk about it. And I read somewhere, I literally read somewhere that when you're having a perfect like spa day, a pamper day, write yourself a love letter. Hey? Hey? How is that I've never thought to write myself a love letter and me who loves writing. Okay. But anyway, I digress. That is for another another podcast. So, don't add stress to your life. Try and think about where it is that you are adding stress and let other people believe in you. Take that in. When I couldn't believe in myself, um the instructor who did believe in me That helps. That really, truly helped. And maybe it's not, you know, an instructor. Maybe it's just as simple as your best girlfriend saying, Hey girl, I believe in you. You've got this, you know. Or maybe it's your best friend sending you a message on an IM or DM, sorry, saying, Hey, just want to let you know, I pray for you a lot. Just out of the blue. Let that sink in because there will be times when you are going to lose down on yourself. And I wish I could say, no, that's never going to happen. Here's, Here's a recipe so you never do. But that would be a lie. There will be times where you do. And in those times, it's okay to take others' faith in you and just to use that for a little bit. Until you realize the sparkle in you and you can carry on going forward. But what you do is you keep doing what you got to do. Don't let that doubt consume you. Never let it consume you. I did that once, baby girl. I let fear overtake my faith. And I did not move forward. And it has led to a lifelong regret. I lost out on one of the best possible things because... I let fear overtake my faith. And that was four I've been met mean, what, four year five years ago? Yeah, just over five years ago. The year was twenty fourteen. And I will never forget it for as long as I live. And I think that is the fuel that oh, that fuel drives me. I will never Ever, ever, ever let my fear overtake my faith. And you know what? If you don't have anyone who is giving you faith in yourself, go to God. Go to God. God has faith in you. God believes in you. He would not send Jesus Christ down to come and save you if he did not believe in you, if he did not love you. Bask in his love, baby girl. Because there is nothing better. And ask him. And let's say. Let's say I did suck. Right? And um, like really, really badly suck. While I, if I was driving. If I didn't get that boost of confidence as quickly as I did. There's nothing wrong. And I've done this. I've done this so many times. Even when I was driving in the, that other country. And you know, I had my license. And I would always... Ask God to take the wheel. Literally. If you're in an argument with someone. And you don't know what to say. It happens. Ask God. Please speak for me. Please give me the words. You would be surprised. How he loves you. How he helps you. Oh. I hope. You know what? My wish is that. None of us ever ever lose our faith. In, in, in ourselves again. But just remember. I believe in you. This is why I'm doing the podcast. There would be no point for me to come on here if I didn't believe in you. I would be like, what's the point of even telling her? What's the point of even going on and telling my baby girls about not believing in them themselves or talking about this or telling them what's worked for me? What's the point if I didn't believe in them? If I, I believe in you. Hear me carefully. I believe in you. My baby girls, you are fantastic. You are goal getters and goal setters. And whether you believe it or not, the fact that you're listening today shows me that you want to change your life. And that is always a good step. You want the best for you. And that is incredible. Don't let anyone dull your sparkle, baby girl. I love you forever. Chat next week. Bye.